0: Paper magic will survive like the heat death of the universe. It's a smuggler's doctor.
1: Oh, would you like to crew this? But then it crashes because they don't understand. Where all your cards belong to me. Two minutes into basing them in the eyeballs, I switched to pepper spray. Well, that's downright refreshing. Then I switch back to loose. <laughs> magic is dying. I'm
0: done. That's all I have to say. I might be a hoarder, and yes, I don't have the crayons or glue to explain this to you right now. What are you gonna do? Oil will be worthless before magic cards will. Well, okay, Doctor Man. That's Mr. Doctor Professor, Jason.
1: All right, everyone, and welcome to another episode (laughs) of the Filthy Netdecker's podcast. I'm Nate, and I'm here with my co-host extraordinaire, Tony. This is episode 20, and I'm sure to be the best episode yet. Uh Uh-huh, I guarantee yeah, I'm not gonna go find another clip and put that in. I'm just gonna use that.
0: Yeah, I know, but I wanted you to like know what I was talking about when I said uh, mm-hmm. insert the. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm Tony, and we have a great episode for you today. We've got our usual Filthy Net Deckers 101, where you get to delve a bit into the lives of your favorite podcasters. That that's that's us. That's that's Nate and me. Just just so you know, uh, and then we get to talk about deck lists that we found this week. Not all of them are particularly good, but you know some are. So, uh we'll help you save your wild cards by wasting ours on bad decks. And when we find that one deck that will help you get to mythic, we share it as soon as we can.
1: That's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you had a good deck this week too, so I do. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you if you follow us on uh social media, you probably already know what we're talking about. And if not, then why don't you? Hello, yeah,
1: why don't you? It right? just reminds us every week. <laughs>
0: Right. How about our Filthy Netdeckers 101 this week? You went to Vegas. Oh, that's right. I did go to Vegas. You went to Vegas. How was that, Tony? <laughs> oh, it was awesome, as usual. Um, I went to go see uh, Punk Rock Bowling. It's a three-day punk music festival. Did was you bowl so awesome. at the same time? Uh, no, because like you have to sign up ahead of time for it. And I think it was mostly Thursday night was the bowling tournament, and I didn't get there till Friday morning. So, so I didn't it was have like
1: a one day of bowling and the rest was punk rock?
0: Yeah, so what it is is um, it's a huge bowling tournament where fans get to bowl with their
1: favorite bands. And then, you know, huh. it all it goes like that. As a giant bowling fan, as a giant punk fan, I'm honestly surprised you didn't go and do any of that.
0: Well, it is 10-pin bowling.
1: And... And because it's the different type of bowling, you just say, no. no, 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 I just, this is my
0: first time going to this concert.
1: So I guess it's the same thing as when someone looks at me and goes, but they're playing magic. Yeah, but that's legacy. I don't play legacy, but it's magic, right? So I guess it's the same thing, right? It's similar.
0: Yeah. There were so many bands at this festival. I'm yeah. pretty su- I'm pretty sure there were about 60 to 70 bands. Yeah. And then if you wanted to go to any of the like the side, the after shows or the pre-shows, there's probably well over a hundred.
1: Nice. Rancid yeah, yeah, there? Yeah.
0: Rancid was not there. Very oh. surprising. Um,
1: well, they're on tour with Dropkicks right now. Oh, I got a story about that too after. Yeah, I know you
0: do. <laughs> I know you do. I know you know. Uh, but I did get to see my favorite band. As usual, the queers were there. So nice. I got to see them. I got to hang out with them for a little bit. I get to hang out with them, that's awesome. Uh, they're at, they're always at their merch table, uh-huh. and so I always get to go over and just kind of like talk to them, they say like, hey, remember me? Oh, you don't? Well, I'm Tony Levesque, host of the Filthy tickers podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, I'm never going to listen to this.
0: <laughs> no, no, they're definitely not. But uh, yeah, I got to see uh, The Descendants. I got to see Streetlight Manifesto, Frank Turner, uh, The Menzingers. Uh, A band I hadn't heard of before, but I thought were fantastic, was Leftover Crack. Sure. Yeah. Um, Let's see, who else was there that I knew. I knew a
1: couple of those bands.
0: (laughs) Um, The Sunnydales were pretty good, too. but um, Anti-Flag was there. Uh, The Queers, obviously. Favorite band of all time. They're the best. You should go check them out if you don't know who they are. Uh, The Dwarves were there, that I listened to. Uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop.
1: Awesome. Sure.
0: Awesome female band. Those are all
1: band names.
0: Those are all band names for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's the only ones that I got to see that I knew were good. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't get to go to any of the Sunday shows, because I had to fly back to go back to work. But Devo was there on Sunday. Devo? I know Devo. Yeah, All was there on Sunday. Whip it. Whip it good. Are we not men? We are Devo. Uh, let's see. The Luna Chicks were there also on Sunday, but I don't really know them either that well. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to the Dropkick Murphys, right?
1: Yeah. We are just talking
0: Murphy's. about
1: that. I'm a fan of the Dropkick Murphys. That's a band I know.
0: Well, I mean, we're from, you know, Massachusetts and New Hampshire. So yeah. if you're not, if you're from around here and you don't know who they are, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I'm working at my LGS, you know, the Toy Soldier in Amesbury. Shout out. Yep, of course, always. And I've been working there, like, for the past two weeks, like, way too much. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, this guy comes walking in, and he has another one of my favorite band's jackets on, the the Interrupters. California ska band. Amazing in every way. And um, as we're talking, I'm like, that's a super cool jacket you get going on he's like, oh, yeah, you like it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. The Interrupters are like one of my new favorite bands. I just found them like six months ago, and I've been having everybody listen to them. He's like, oh, that's cool. He's like, yeah, I'm friends with them. (laughs) I was like, what? No way. That's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, I want to go see them in Boston. They were recently playing. um, They played at Fenway Park. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were the opening band for Green Day, Weezer, and Fall Out Boy. Nice. And so I'm like, ah, I really wanted to go see him, but tickets were like 300 bucks a piece. And I can't pick, I can't spend $600 for me and the wife to go to Fenway park mm-hmm. when like, I want to see the rest of them, but I was going for the interrupters.
1: <laughs> you were going for the opening act, not the headliners. Yeah. Like, I would like
0: to see green day too, but it's not I've seen
1: green day live before. Yeah,
0: I have not. I, I would like to. And so he was saying, he's like, oh yeah, you know, they, uh, um they loved playing in Boston. green day was awesome to him it's like not so much
1: weezer and uh fallout boy (laughs) i'm like really he's like
0: yeah you know
1: whatever i I think rivers cuomo is just an odd person in general
0: could be could be just that and so then we're we're talking more and more and he's like yeah i gotta pick up uh something for my son before i go out on tour and i was like okay Clearly, I should know who you are. <laughs> like, what what band do you play for? He's like, oh, uh, I don't know if you've ever like heard of us, like the Dropkick. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, you know, the Dropkick Murphys. And,
1: and I'm like, I don't know if you've ever heard of us before.
0: You know, he's like trying to like downplay it, like you know, it's not amazing. So I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I've <laughs> like
1: Dropkicks live too. Drop Kicks yeah, oh, I have
0: too. Like, oh, I saw you guys play at, like, the Boston Garden. Uh, we were, like, two stands away from where you guys were playing in the stands. He's like, oh, we only did that one time. And then, you know, like just started talking about music, and it was That's great. That's
1: awesome. Yeah, it was
0: Albar, in case you uh, don't, like, know who that is. But he's the lead mm-hmm. singer. It was pretty cool.
1: That's awesome. And
0: apparently he shops at my LGS. so, you
1: know, stop by the Toy Soldier at Amesbury. You never know who you're going to meet. You might run into a famous musician. That's great.
0: I mean, you're going to obviously meet a famous podcaster. And then you could also meet other famous people, I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's a a famous podcaster who works with you, Tony? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But yep, yep, yep. That that was good times. uh, What have you been doing while I
1: was away and partying it up? Um, Just playing a lot of magic and working. That's about it. I did, though, get a question from a listener last week. Yes! <laughs> it, it was about 12 hours after I posted the podcast, a listener asked a question. Okay. I don't think this was a podcast question as much as a in general question, but I figured I would put it up to the podcast. This is from uh, my co-worker, my old co-worker, Sam, who has just recently started playing Magic. I'm listen. I'm listening to the podcast, and divide by zero is like split the party, but weaker. So why would you run divide by zero instead of split the party?
0: What is split the party?
1: I don't. All right. Well, we got to look up split the party real quick then. (laughs) Right. If you don't know know what that, it is legitimately an AFR card. It's his favorite magic card. Split the party.
0: Choose target player. Return.
1: What? His favorite card. So, he's a new magic player. Okay. So my answer was you can also return the card when you cast it. Because divide by zero says spell or permanent. Yes. It costs two less to cast this card.
0: Which is significantly
1: more important. It's an instant speed versus a sorcery speed. Super important. And also you can learn which gives you a whole nother card. Yes. And then he goes, uh, I don't know how to use learn. Okay. That's fair enough. So, so he had never even seen learn. So the whole point I'm trying to make with this whole thing was, I think we should remember that some of our podcast listeners are newer magic players.
0: Okay. That makes sense.
1: And maybe sometimes we should explain some things a little bit more into detail. That's all.
0: Hmm.
1: Interesting. Okay. Um,
0: i'd like to get some more uh like fan questions like this yeah because like i could do like a whole segment on what makes a card good and like just when i even see when i'm looking at split the party right now i'm like okay that's a that's a limited card it's not even that great of a limited card i don't think
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it's their choice on what they return right
1: mm-hmm and, it, wait, is it their choice? Choose target player, return half of the creatures they control to the owner's hand, round it up. No, I think you get to choose, but it doesn't target, so you can choose hexproof proof creatures.
0: Interesting. But, you know, like, just the difference between incident and sorcery is massive. mm mm-hmm. um, Like, when you're facing a coma, and you don't have the mana, like, when they cast coma to use... Uh, uh, blah, 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 blah.
1: divide by zero.
0: Divide by zero. <laughs> I don't know why I keep wanting to call it return to zero, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: divide by zero. Like first of all, with coma you can do it, and it doesn't counter it, so you can return it back Correct. to its hand, Correct. and you can use it on your next turn when you have the mana to return it to their hand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Unlike, you know, like this this one I guess could return it.
1: This one could because, also return it because because it, would, it wouldn't uh, get hexproof correct or
0: round it up yeah because i was thinking then they could just sacrifice their other things Mm -hmm. but no that doesn't work but
1: no matter what you could make sure the coma goes back
0: yep 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 but still it costs two less too that's Mm -hmm.
1: that's a lot yeah it's it's the cheap part that i think is the huge thing and divide by zero is a lot more versatile yeah this is only returning creatures versus divide by zero which can hit any permanent Or a spell on the stack. So it works very similar to a counter spell, like you said, but Mm -hmm. can stop uncounterable things, can still get hit by Divide by Zero. And you can hit any spell that's on the stack. So if the creature hasn't entered the battlefield trigger that you don't want them to go to have go off, you can stop that as well.
0: Mm -hmm. And the learn is not definitely something that is very important, on it. Having a learn Mm -hmm. board and then being able to just draw a card off a three-mana spell that's already countering,
1: mm-hmm.
0: quote-unquote, uh, like, they're Already spell. setting
1: your opponent back. Your opponent's yeah. being set back, and you're getting a card to replace the card you have while they're being set back a whole turn. It's almost... It's straight card advantage.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, if, if uh, Sam has ever played uh, in Historic and played against a Memory Lapse, mm-hmm. this is v- very similar to it, where they're not getting the spell... They're going to have to use all their mana again the following turn, and you get to draw a card. This is just more expensive. And... I don't
1: think Sam has played any Historic. Okay. He, he prefers Paper Magic because he likes to have the physical things. He's played a bit of Arena, but he prefers Paper Magic.
0: I mean, I prefer Paper Magic too, <laughs> but but I can't play as often on in Paper.
1: Oh Oh, yeah. And making so many decks. more games of Magic get played digitally than physically,
0: and then just making decks is so much easier online. <laughs> um,
1: we we did Magic the other night, me, Sam, and one of our other friends, Doug, and they're both very fresh players. So the decks I have to play against them are literally just sixty card draft decks. Essentially, I'm not doing anything crazy because I just don't want to sit there and annihilate their face every time we play.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, yeah.
1: We had a three-player game. It went on for about two hours. We had a blast with it. It was mm. so much fun.
0: Nice, nice.
1: It was a lot of fun. Just be, just they're all like, Nate could kill us at any moment. I'm like, not really, guys. <laughs> not, not without losing a huge advantage. You know, and then having to stop and show them a couple of things because they're not doing it right or they don't quite understand. It. And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't mind answering these questions. Ask me these questions that seem dumb to you. I know you guys are new players. I don't mind answering them whatsoever.
0: Yep, yep, yep. The um, the nurse's assistant that I was told you about a couple weeks ago—that an old friend of mine talked about magic. I've been going over his house on Wednesdays now, <clears throat> and. His son and niece uh, play Magic. Yep. And so they're always over there too. And uh, last time I was over there, uh, his son had played a werewolf deck. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I got a werewolf deck too. So I go, I look through it, and I had um, like a doubling season or something in it to make tokens Mm -hmm. or whatever. I took that out. That was the only card that was really worth a ton of money. And I'm like, here, you can have the rest. He's like, wait, what? (laughs) Like, made his day. And then um, his niece, uh, I'm like, what do you, you want a deck too? She's like, yes. (laughs) Like, okay, here you go. And I just hand her another deck. And they were just like so happy. I'm like, guys, I got plenty of cards. Like, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm supposed to be going over there tonight. I'm just going to bring boxes of uncommons. Like, Mm -hmm. my 5,000 count boxes. Mm Mm-hmm. Here you guys go. Enjoy. Go through it. Take what you want.
1: Mm hmm. Magic it up.
0: Yep, yep, for sure. It's going to get younger people playing.
1: Mm hmm. Absolutely. Whatever yep. gets more people playing.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like I said, the first time I played against Sam, he couldn't find any white mana, so I literally pulled a planes out from random stuff and I go, here, play this. Mm-hmm. This is the card you drew, okay? So that way we can continue playing, and, you know, it's not me bashing your face. Here you go, just so we can keep playing. So he played his planes, and do you know what card he played afterward? Split the party. <laughs> and I think ever since that, been, this has been his favorite card.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: I had a nice big board, and he has nothing going on. I'm like, all right, here, take your planes, bud. Here you go. And he's like, all right, I'm going to bounce half your stuff to your hand. I'm like, wow. wow the audacity
0: (laughs) you know that and that's why we all have favorite cards it's because something happened like that when we first Mm -hmm. started playing Mm -hmm. like I'll never like my favorite card is still the royal assassin
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because it's one one that just kills
1: anything anything you're attacking me it's dead I used to to play that along with Wrathy Trapper
0: is that tap target creature Yup. Yep.
1: That's exactly what it is.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I, I played it with a Sorceress Queen also, just in case they had a, like two big creatures, and I could make one a zero two, 2 and I could m- just kill the other one. <laughs> or if they had one with Vigilance, I could just make it a zero two. 2
1: Yeah, I would just, I would tap it down and kill stuff all the time. I loved that combo.
0: Well, that, uh, that card wasn't out when I started playing, so...
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: No, no, no Wrath- it, it, That's from Tempest or Stronghold, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Wrathy is only from uh, the Tempest world.
1: I want to say Wrathy Trapper was Time Spiral.
0: Oh my, oh, okay. That's even later then.
1: Time Spiral, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah,
0: so I had been playing for a hundred years at that point.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, this was my back in the day.
0: Yeah, no, we had White Knights, we had Banalish Heroes, and Crusades.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I think this was the time-shifted Bedalish Trapper, to be honest with you. Yeah, when okay. they did the When they did the, um, Planner Chaos. Yeah, yeah. When they did the time-shifted cards, I think it was the, uh, color-shifted Bettelish Trapper. Nice, okay. More random, fun magic facts. <laughs>
0: Want to get on some deck lists?
1: Oh, look at that!
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Sounds good. Um, I've got two deck lists this week. Hopefully you I have more. I have
1: two deck lists. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I've i been really, really busy this week with... Uh, did, did you,
1: like, go to Vegas or something?
0: I, with work in Vegas. And, like, I played some on my phone, but
1: not a track. lot. It doesn't, it doesn't track. it doesn't track. And then without the tracker... You know, shout out to Untappd. like we do all the time. For yeah. really, if it wasn't for Untapped gg, we would have to put in so much more work to our podcast.
0: Oh, I mean, if you listen to the very few first few episodes, that, <laughs> that is us like not really using Untapped gg that well.
1: You're a hundred percent correct,
0: and you, this is a hundred percent better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because oh man, the, I kind of want to go back and listen to the first episode. And be oh, like, don't! Oh, that was terrible. The
0: first, the first episode. I mean, maybe the first episode's okay, but that's the one that has the most listens.
1: Well, I think that's because everyone at least needs to listen to the first one and to go, "Oh wow, this is terrible. I'm not listening to any more." That's <laughs> what it seems happens. At least.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I'm, I tell people all the time: don't listen to the first one. Just listen to you know the more recent ones because that's going to oh. be better. Mm-hmm. It, it's more accurate information for what you want to play right now.
1: That is very valid.
0: Uh, so I posted on Twitter out of our uh, our Twitter account. I need a control deck. I'd prefer, I would prefer saw that. I'd prefer like a blue black deck because I'm thinking like Meat Hook Massacre is going to be good against all these green decks I keep seeing, and some sort of counter spells, and um, one of my favorite uh, Twitter people, uh, Fire Shoes. Robert Taylor immediately came on. He's like, "Here you go." This one went seven zero in the uh, standard challenge. I was like, "Ooh, okay, sounds good." And um, I tried it, and it it was just okay. I went uh, one and two with it. Never felt like super strong.
1: Okay, but
0: then he uh, had you know retweeted somebody else who had an Azorius control, and it looked a lot better. So I just kind of updated it to the new one and went three and two with that one. So I like this one much better. Okay, Um, The new version has uh, three Fateful Absence, three Sunset Revelry. This card's been fantastic in this meta. Um, If you're not sure of what it is, it's it's one and a white. It says uh, if an opponent has more life than you, you gain four life. If an opponent,
1: uh, yes, I'm familiar with this card. If an
0: opponent controls more creatures than you, create 2 one, one humans. And if mm-hmm. an opponent has more cards in hand than you, draw a card.
1: Yeah, I've been uh, hit with that a bunch, actually.
0: And just constantly, it is doing all three. Because this mm-hmm. deck's a little slower than most other things. And it just does everything you want to do in a control deck. Just to give yourself a little more time. 2-Jewari uh, Disruption. It's the counterspell that counters a spell unless they pay one.
1: Yep. And it can be a land.
0: And could can be a land. Um, so far in the, the limited number of games I've played, it hasn't really been that good for me. No. I mean, maybe it's just the the you know games I've played. But they always seem to have a ton of mana or just are casting really cheap stuff. So they never let me have that one counterspell. So it's usually just a tapped land for me. Uh, Three of our favorite card, divide by zero, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which we've gone over already. Return target spell or permanent with mana value one or greater to its owner's hand, and then you can learn. Biggest issues I've had with this is all the man lands
1: that are out there. Yep.
0: This doesn't return to their hand. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Because it says non-land, yep. Yeah,
0: so after I Doomscar, which I'll be talking about after, they still have man lands that can attack me. Mm-hmm. Um, It has three Saw it Cummings, which is the foretellable counterspell. Yep. Uh, the win con of the deck. Two Strixhaven Stadium. Yep. Um, Interesting. I, I really didn't think this card was going to be that good, but it really is. Um, it's, yeah? Yeah, it re- really, really, really is. Uh, three mana uh, for an artifact. Add a colorless. Uh, put a point counter on Strixhaven Stadium. Whenever a creature deals combat damage to you, re. Move a point counter. Whenever a creature you control deals damage to an opponent, put a point counter on Strixhaven Stadium. Then, if it has ten or more point counters on it, remove them all, and that player loses the game.
1: You're just doing it with the flying birds off Alarion's Epiphany.
0: Mostly, yeah, and the the one ones from the uh, Sunset Revelry.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's less likely though, because if they have more creatures than you, they can probably just block
1: creatures. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but. But sometimes they've attacked you, and then you cast Sunset Revelry, and then an All Epiphany. And it's just...
1: and then... right, yeah. And now you have four creatures that can attack. And then two turns, there's eight counters on it, so if you can get another turn with another Epiphany, you can win straight out.
0: You're also tapping the Strixhaven Stadium to put points on it also.
1: Ah, okay, gotcha. right.
0: So you literally just, like, win if you cast an All Epiphany with this on the board.
1: Mm. and a, you know in
0: a couple creatures
1: interesting okay yep, oh. yep. i didn't think i would see strict stadium be used in a legit way
0: it's awesome it really, yeah, really is. I, yeah
1: honestly you just saw the card i thought it was a meme all yep. right that's no nope. cool cool alternate win con awesome next not like oh cool how can i actually win with this
0: that's <laughs> cool. uh it has to behold the multiverse uh Scry two, yep. draw two, foretell for two.
1: Yep.
0: Three memory deluge. Uh, yep. two blue blue for an instant. Look at the top X cards of your library, where X is the amount of mana spent to cast this spell. Put two of them into your hand, and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. With flashback of five blue blue. This is great. This mm-hmm. card. I mean, we talked about it. I think on the um the top it was ten one list. Of my
1: preview cards, yeah. Not preview, My top <laughs> ten list cards, yeah.
0: Hey, we don't have a preview card yet. Wizards, can can you get on top of that, please? Best podcast of all later. time. <laughs> Sounds good.
1: I know how to do it. I know how to get us one. I know who to murder. Don't worry. Oh, wait, you can't you want... see my face. <laughs> you you want to... Yeah, he's all excited about murdering someone for a reason. No, that's,
0: I'm not excited. I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, that's sure. not an excited face.
1: His face was excited. Don't let him lie to you, folks. <laughs> Uh, we've
0: got two Teferi who slows the sunset. I didn't think this card was going to be okay,
1: but it is. Teferi who bores my mind. You don't like this card? Every time I've played it, it has been lackluster for me. So
0: with this with the Strixhaven Stadium has been nice because I can untap that artifact, put another point counter on it. Um, plus it just helps me cast my All Words Epiphany. So that way mm-hmm. I can now do all these shenanigans mm-hmm um it's been okay like i i wish it were just a little bit better but maybe if it was it would be too strong Yep. it's a solid card in the deck i've got three doom scars in it destroy all creatures yep. foretell two devastating mastery okay this is really nice against the mono green decks because it gets rid of their ranger classes mm-hmm. and other stuff that's not just creatures yep um two amiria's call hmm that's uh the land uh you can pay three to have it untapped, or create two four four white angel creature tokens with flying non-angel creatures you control getting indestructible
1: until your next turn
0: which is huge for defensive yeah, purposes yeah
1: that until your next turn part is the crazy part of that card because i've gotten like oh if they attack i'm good because i can attack back oh wait no those things are indestructible still
0: yep yeah, my opponent um, in one of the games cast like a Wrath after I'd already cast that, so my two birds were still alive that were on there. Mm-hmm. It, it killed the Angels, which is was important for them, but I did get to keep my two birds. Um, from the three, Alvron's Epiphany that are also in this deck. Yeah. It also has three Cave of the Frost Dragon, four Hengegate Pathway, six Plains, five Islands, four Deserted Beach... Three Field of Ruin, and two Treasure Vault. I gotta say, you I don't can't... like Treasure Vault.
1: No, you, I was just saying, you can't not run the Field of Ruin, but.
0: Uh... Yo, know, you, ha- you have to play Field of Ruin right now. But Treasure Vault, I've seen it in every control list, and I just. I, I'm not a fan of
1: it. I think it's one of those you've done nothing on your turn, your opponent does nothing on their turn, so you don't want. You have nothing to do here. I'm gonna make a bunch of treasure tokens for later.
0: Yeah, that's definitely 100% what it is, but I feel like I'm always doing something. Yeah. You know, with the uh, um, Memory Deluge and with the Behold the Multiverse, Yeah, it's just always something to do mm-hmm. with my meta, and I'm not just, you know, whatever. Um, so, so far, it in total, has a 50% win rate. That's okay. with both, the, you know, combined. On the play, I'm 66%. Mm-hmm. On the draw, 0%. <laughs> I have not won a game on the draw yet. <laughs> but again, I'm only 8 games into it, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to keep playing it. I, I would just want to get the 8 games for the podcast in. I hear you. But it, it's not a terrible deck. I think it just needs a little more tuning, or maybe even a little more cards from the next set.
1: hmm Yeah, we are only in the... In a... Uh four set standard right now so
0: yeah and I think it just could use some more good stuff mm-hmm.
1: and apparently if you're not running a Seekers Chariot and in Red and Seven you lose so <laughs>
0: uh, yeah yeah against green this deck is uh, 0% <laughs>
1: not surprised
0: against green green white Sultai all 0% <laughs>
1: that's funny
0: Green red, I beat. I beat the werewolf deck with it. Okay, what's your first deck?
1: Oh well, my first deck is actually just my deck I played last week, that mono green Stompy list that I did so well with last week.
0: Yeah, I've heard good things about this.
1: Yeah, I played it a bit more and uh, ended up going one and zero with it. Played like one quick game and then went came back, you know, the next day and went three and four. So I didn't do too well with it then. Yeah. And then, uh, deck sounds you know, bad. a while. Just, just junk while, it. Yeah, I just junk it. Now, later yeah. on in the day, I went back on. And then I went 5-0. and oh. Ooh, okay.
0: That's yeah, so, really good.
1: Yeah, so the next day, I sat down in front of my computer and went, you know, if, uh, if this deck keeps going as well as it's going, I'm going to I'm keep playing it. So I was at Diamond 2, the very bottom of Diamond 2. Diamond two? Yeah, very bottom of diamond two. Won like three games, then lost a game. Then won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight games. Eight games, in, I, a yeah, eight games in a row? Yep. Eight games in a row. Ooh, okay. Then I lose three games in a row. Then I win yeah. two games, then I lose one. Then I win three games and I'm in Mythic.
0: Nice. You're Yeah, when, yeah that's huge.
1: When I uh when I lost that when I was uh, trying to win those three games, I was when I lost those three games in a row. I was one away from mythic, hmm, one okay. tick away from mythic, and I lose three games in a row.
0: Yep, of course,
1: and then proceed to like win the next uh, five out of six games.
0: You want to go over the deck list just so in case someone yeah, didn't the,
1: listen to last week. The deck list is uh, it's all mono green, so the the lands are literally twenty snow covered forests and four of the Faceless Haven, and the Snow-Covered Forests are in there so that you can animate your Faceless Haven, and for Blizzard Brawl, because we're running four Blizzard Brawl in this deck. Blizzard Brawl is choose target creature you control and target creature you don't control. If you have three or more snow permanents, the creature you control gets plus one, plus zero, and indestructible until end of turn, and then the creatures fight. So it's a kill spell, essentially. Yeah, definitely. It runs four Jasper, a Sentinel, Reach, and then tap it in an untapped creature you control to add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Two, Inscription of Abundance, which is another one of those uh, fight spells, a colorless and a green, and you can choose one. If the spell was kicked for two and a green, you can choose all of them. You can either put two plus one plus one counters on target creature. Target player gains X life, where X is the greatest power among creatures they control, or target creature fights target creature you don't control. And again, if you pay all five and kick this, you're getting a big creature, gaining a bunch of life, and then killing something outright. I love it. Love this card. Uh We're running four of the ranger class. So for two, uh, one and a green, you're getting a 2-2 wolf. And then for level two, you pay another one and a green. Whenever you attack, you put a plus one, plus one counter on target attacking creature. And then level three is three in a green. You can look at the top card of your library at any time and cast creature spells from the top of your library. That card
0: is in every green deck.
1: That card is oh, so that's good. That's because it is insanely good. That being able to put a plus one, plus one counter on attackers is amazing.
0: I mean, a two mana 2-2 two, two is a base card anyway.
1: Yep. And that's what this bear. is.
0: And it, then it's, a it's, bear. it's better than that. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just does so much stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. And I've found a lot of times people... I'll see someone cast like a, de- a destruction card and they'll go for the ranger class and I get to keep my wolf. And I'm like, that was totally worth it. Cause at least mm-hmm. I still get a two, two wolf out of this deal. Yeah. It is so good. Um, run four werewolf pack leader, two green for a three, three. And then oh, whenever really... it attacks, what two green for a three, three is just such it, a good rate. Such a good deal. Yeah. You, we you were just talking about two green for a two, two plus a card. This is 2 green for a 3-3. And then some, because whenever it attacks, if you attacked with creatures with a total power of 6 or greater, draw a card. Awesome. I've drawn many a cards off this. If you've dropped down two of these and attack with both of them, you're drawing two cards every combat.
0: That's awesome. <laughs>
1: That's such another
0: great card.
1: And then, the secret hidden text on this card that no one ever reads but does amazing things three colorless into green until end of turn. It has a base power and toughness of five, three gains trample and isn't a human. Yep. So it pumps it up to, and gives the thing trample. And that trample is amazing. When you pair it with Ranger class and all the plus one, plus one counters, you can give this thing. Yep. Of it course. just makes sure that damage gets through. Um, it runs two of the Br'er bridge tracker. Familiar with this card at all?
0: I am. It's a two mana, two, three, when it enters the battlefield... Three mana. Oh, is three, it three mana. mana? Okay, three yeah. mana, two, three. Investigate gets plus two, plus zero if you have any token on the battlefield.
1: And it has Vigilance. And Vigilance,
0: yep. So that's weakest, all from the top of my head.
1: Weakest card in this deck, probably.
0: It's still not, a good card, too, though.
1: Not really a huge fan of it. The thing I like most about it is it comes into play and automatically uh, pilots the, the um, Chariot. Oh, okay, sure. Because it has... It'll make you the token, so its power will be four and can automatically... And then when you attack with a Seeker's Chariot, you make a copy of a token, not just a creature token. So you can make a copy of that, um, clue. that clue token that you just made. I've had to do that a couple of times because they like board wipe. Your opponent will board wipe. I drop down the tracker, animate the uh, Chariot, and then the Chariot will swing in and make a copy of the thing.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. I like that. Yeah,
1: it's pretty good. Uh, four of the Kazandu Mammoth, which is a 3-3 three, three with landfall that gives it plus 2, plus 2. Or the backside is a land. Again, I don't like this card. It's just here because I guess it has to be here.
0: It's mm-hmm. always
1: in all the greed lists. Uh,
0: yeah, I uh, you know. We've, we, we've talked about this a lot. We both are not big fans of the card. It's a, But I it's understand
1: a... why it's here. It's a 3-mana 5-5. Five, five. It's a staple card. It's just... There's got to be something better. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. I wish someone would go, no, Nate, this is why you're wrong, and break it down for me. I really wish someone would. All right. Yeah. Running a four old growth troll, three green mana for a 4-4 four four trample. Awesome. Anything else this does is just gold from here. So I posted
0: uh, this list on, um, on our Facebook page and yep. then shared it to a couple of the groups that I'm in on Facebook. Yep. And um, so many people wanted to talk about Old Growth Troll yeah. and how, how great that card was in this deck. It is and amazing. And one guy uh, in particular had said that when he sees that, he just scoops. Uh, if, it, mm-hmm. if that's played on turn three, he just scoops because he's not going to beat it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other people were saying that that card really makes this deck
1: fly. 100%. A hundred, a hundred As a three mana 4-4 four, four with Trample... None of the other text on it with uh, Ranger's Classroom making this thing bigger, so it's hitting every turn. Mm -hmm. This is going to hit, and this is going to do some damage. And if it dies... If it dies, it's going to come to the battlefield as an enchantment with Enchant Forest, and it'll enchant a forest you control and makes that forest tap for two mana. You can also pay one Sack the Forest to create a tapped 4-4 troll warrior creature token with Trample. So after it dies, you're going to be able to get it to come back and be a 4-4 trample token that you can do all the stuff you can do with this again. It is so good. And the token can get copied by the chariot. I've done that before where I'm attacking, where I get the token, I tap the token to animate the chariot, the chariot attacks in, and I get a second token. It yeah so that's good. a that's
0: a good token to copy too
1: mm-hmm. four four trampler is great um mm-hmm. runs f- four of the best card in standard to seek his chariot three colorless and a green for a legendary artifact vehicle when it enters the battlefield create two two, two 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 green cat creature tokens and when it attacks create a token of a that's a copy of target create a token that's a copy of target token you control yeah that's what that says and then crew four to make your four four chariot come alive. And yeah, we always pair this with Renin 7. And I don't need to explain Renin 7. <laughs> yeah Renin 7, Renin is 7 just ba- makes you a uh makes you a tree folk with power and toughness equal to the number of lands. Mm-hmm. And that that's it. That's, that's what In it my is. opinion best best deck in standard right now. Certainly once I have hit mythic after I uh, did all of that run and hit mythic, um I am Nine and zero in Mythic, wow. ten and zero in Mythic. I have not lost a game that I have played in Mythic yet.
0: Between That's imp- the... So you're gonna make the top twelve hundred? Are oh. we gonna get like Filthy Netdeckers winning the championship?
1: No. How much uh, time do we have left right now? You have a day. How t- versus how much time can I put in or edit the podcast or It's all about how much time I have. Time In to call out sick work. from work. Uh, you're right. We had uh, half of uh, half of our staff quit while I'm on vacation. So yeah, let me not not go into work.
0: Were, were you the glue holding everything together?
1: I must have been. I must have been my <laughs> charming personality, keeping everybody there. And then I'm gone for a week and everyone's like, yeah, no, I can't stand this. Bye.
0: That's terrible. That's why I don't you have can't. the workers.
1: You <laughs> know, I just... Like
0: I just work for myself. I can't quit. I can't. <laughs> oh, that deck sounds awesome! Like it, it has. I been been a still haven't lot of tried fun.
1: it. There's so much to do with it, and it, I have come from behind so many times with this deck. I have thought quite often, "Well, this is my loss. That I gotta have a loss at some point. Here it is." And just didn't happen. Managed to get the right cards. Managed to draw the right card, or finagle something together where I was able to win.
0: So what's the win rate on this
1: deck? Uh, like, overall? Uh, 73%. Whoa! That's awesome. On the play, 79%. On the draw, 66%.
0: No matter what, that that's great. So, yeah. I assume you're telling people that they should probably be playing this deck? Oh,
1: absolutely. <laughs> and this yeah. is... It's a very, it can be aggressive when you need it to be aggressive. And then it can be sit back and set everything up and like mid-rangey when you need it to be mid-rangey. It is, I love it. Like I said, I don't like the the 'er Bridge trackers. Not really a huge fan. Doesn't do a lot. Yeah. And I don't like the Kazadu Mammoth. Again, I don't think it does anything. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, someone tell, someone give me an article. Send me something telling me why Kazandu Mammoth is an amazing card, and I'm an idiot for hating it because I want to be told I'm wrong. Because it's everywhere. Yep. All I the mean, green dregs for the past year have run this card.
0: And if it was if it was strong enough to be played in Throne of Eldraine Standard, it's got to be a good card.
1: It has to be. Yep.
0: Amen. That's why I Seek chariot Chariot's a good card. That's why Ranger's Class, you know, is a good card. All these cards were great. Last, mm-hmm. you know, last season.
1: Yeah, the cards that you're not seeing, the cards you're not used to seeing are the ones that probably you don't want to be playing right now. But the ones you saw last season, you should absolutely play because they were good with some of the best cards in standard in a while.
0: Yep. Yep, for sure.
1: It's a good way to put it, Tony. Yep.
0: All right, so I actually got a fan deck this week.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Um. A kid...
0: I call him a kid because I, I uh, used to coach him in baseball.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, back when my kids were in Little League, and he was on one of my teams.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: he's always played Magic at the Toy Soldier. And now that he's an adult, he's still coming back in. He's playing Commander now, but he's like, Hey, Tony, I listened to your podcast. And he's like, I, I just hit Mythic. I did uh really well. I made my own deck. He's like, and uh, just... It's been working so well for me. I just I'm crushing everything in historic.
1: Oh, historic!
0: Historic. So
1: I was see, like, see, I haven't touched historic since the new set came out.
0: I have barely touched historic, but I, I played this deck. Um, huh. The win rate on it for me so far is fifty percent.
1: Okay, so you're okay. not you're not hitting mythic with it, but interestingly, though, I'm
0: thirty three percent on the play, and one hundred percent on the draw.
1: Huh,
0: right. <laughs> 100% hmm. on the draw. I don't know if that's just because I have a small sample size or what. But um, And I, I will say a few of the losses at the beginning is I misplayed a bunch of things.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. it's got some weird interactions. And I also quit a match because I had a customer come into the Toy Soldier. Gotcha. And I was playing on my phone at that point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I knew I was going to have to actually help people. You know, Actually do my job, so...
1: <laughs> not play while at work yeah exactly uh you're so listening like, to this right your boss is listening
0: uh yeah i never play magic at work mick i swear
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay um so it has four dragons rage channeler Ooh, it's good. nice Yep, yeah, yeah great card it's a, always i don't know in this deck it's not always a three three
1: it needs something else to go in it because okay. I always have three things. It to, needs an enchantment, it needs an artifact, it needs something like that. It needs
0: that a little north. more. Mm. Yeah. If you're not aware of what this card is, it's a one-mana, one-one. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, Surveil one, and that means you get to look at the top card of your library and put it into the graveyard if you wish. Also as Delirium, as long as there are four or more card types among cards in your graveyard. It gets plus two, plus two, flying, and attacks each combat, if able. Um, so like I said, I always have... You know, one of three different things. Usually instant sorcery.
1: It's normally instant sorcery. Maybe a creature, maybe a land, but never yeah,
0: both. Exactly. And it's, it's just been kind of tough to get it to be a three, three. Mm-hmm. Um, the 3-3. One of the best ways to help it is 4 Faithless Looting. Mm-hmm. Draw 2, discard 2 for 1 mana. Helps a lot. Um, a lot of the times you're discarding... Hopefully, Arclight Phoenixes, which are going to be showing up a little bit later in this. Okay. To bring those back. It's got two Lightning Acts. Um, also it's one mana, deal five damage to target
1: creature. Mm-hmm.
0: You also have to discard a card or pay five.
1: Yeah. So discarding with a card will help as well, yeah.
0: Discarding to help the Dragon's Rage Channeler, discarding to get rid of your Light Phoenix. Uh, For Play with Fire, the new shock. Mm-hmm. That if it deals damage to a player, scry one. Uh, it's got two Shocks in it. I think shock. this card needs to be something else, I think. Yeah. It's just... Not, it doesn't do enough. Uh, three Bloodthirsty Adversary. Yup. Uh, we talked about this last week. It's one and a red with 2-2 two, two Haste. Enters the battlefield, you can pay two and a red any number of times... Oh my god, there's so much text on this one. <laughs> when you pay this cost one or more times, put that many plus one plus one counters on it. Then exile up to that many. Target instant and or sorcery cards with mana value three or less from your graveyard and copy them. You may cast any number of the copies without paying their mana cost. Yep, yep. Um, this is good with just... You have a lot of, like, one mana spells. So, you know, th- this helps with that. Like, a, a lot of damage killing spells... It's been fine. Uh, two Lava Coil to deal four damage to target creature. And if it would die, exile it. Not a bad card. Mm-hmm. Um, kills off Questing Beasts, which was nice. Uh, four Lightning Strikes. Deals three damage to any target. Four Runaway Steamkin. I questioned him when I saw Runaway Steamkin. I'm like, really? Is that card good enough? He's like, oh, it's so good. He's like, you're constantly making it a 4-4 four, four, and then using the mana whenever you need to. I have not found this card to be that great. <laughs> um, maybe it's just, again, small sample size. He says it's really good. I'm going to trust him. Uh, two <laughs> Thrill of Possibility. It's one and a red uh, for an instant. Discard a card to draw two.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, you're getting those Arclight Phoenixes in the graveyard. Um, also, with all this discard stuff, Fiery Temper is in the deck.
1: Ah, oh, so Madness, Discard, Lightning Bolt.
0: Yes, yep, Discard, Lightning Bolt, so great yeah. you're discarding so much stuff this, this card is almost always madnessing mm-hmm. um it's got one experimental frenzy okay and i questioned this and i'm like really is experimental frenzy good enough and he's like well it does help because it's an enchantment mm-hmm. it's hard to, for opponents to get rid of it helps with uh the dragon's rage channeler mm-hmm. to try to get that delirium going and i'm like okay i guess He's like, I've had people just scoop to that card when I cast it. Sure. Sure. The spicy really part is hollow one. It's got three of those in the deck.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: Yep, yep. So on turn two, one of the best plays to do is Faithless Looting, discard two, play a hollow one for Mm. one mana. A 4-4 on turn two is so good. Yeah? Yep. Uh, It also has four den of the Bugbear in 13 Mountains. Okay. 17 mana seems a little light.
1: I was just going to say is that a is that enough mana? Are you running is the deck have any of the um modal double face lands?
0: No, that that's it. That is all oh. it has. Oh. Um I haven't had many issues with I guess mana you're
1: drawing a bunch and cycling through your deck really quickly. So You are.
0: Like I've, I've been kind of surprised that I haven't had many mana issues. But again, if you're discarding lands then you're not gonna to like enable your dragon's rage channel and you're or. not
1: gonna have them to play
0: right and that that issue I've had where I don't have a land in the graveyard because I've needed to play my land instead of discarding it
1: interesting so,
0: so I think it could use some more land I think a few things but like I said I'm 500 with it he mm-hmm. he says it's very good um, I think it's just okay I mean, it got him to mythic, mythic. with
1: it, though, huh? That's great.
0: From Bronze to Mythic in one wow. season. Wow. So I don't know how many games he's played. <laughs> That's <laughs> Quite a, a few. <laughs> quite a few, I'm imagining, if he's just slightly over 50%. percent
1: hmm
0: But I think maybe a burn player might be able to do better with this than I did. Yeah. And I just, I made some mistakes. Like, I, I, I cast Faithless Looting on turn one. And then Instead drew a waiting. hollow one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now I see why I wait till turn two to cast this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe I should have even waited till turn three, so that way I can get rid of an Arclight Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And then play two other one-mana spells.
1: And maybe manage to get the hollow one into play for free. Yeah. And play an Arclight Phoenix out of your grave. I hear you.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I think it's probably a little better than the 50% win rate that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe I'd have to play it a little bit more to really see. I don't know. Try it if you want. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's not the best deck ever, but it's not terrible. Uses a lot of rare wild cards though, so that's kind of sketchy.
1: Yeah, you sent so. me the list, and I needed to uh, craft one card to make it, and all I have is one rare wild card. So I, so I decided to pass. And then when I saw the one card was dead of the bugbear. I just realized I could remove the land and add in another mountain. So I think if I play it, that's what I'm going to do.
0: Actually, when he had sent me this list, it didn't have four Dead of the Bugbears. Interesting. Yeah, because he didn't have the wild cards for that. <laughs> that's funny. He also only has three Arclight Phoenixes.
1: Interesting. He's like, I
0: want more, but I don't have the wild cards for it. So like,
1: so you put okay. in a fourth one Yeah, yourself. Yeah, so I put the fourth mm-hmm. one in.
0: He gave me a few things that he'd rather upgrade. So I just, I just did what I could hmm but yeah definitely a few things just need to be switched out i think to make it a little better mm-hmm. last deck list
1: yeah all right well i played a lot of ladder so my next deck i did not actually play on the ladder because again i don't know how good this deck is going to be and i'm in mythic and i'm so close to like maybe being able to hit that top so i just took this deck and did it in the play queue did not play on the ladder just want to put that out there oh uh, yeah, okay. That's all. Um, but what I did do was I just went to the uh, fish tank from MTG Goldfish for this week and found the only list on here that I could actually put together without crafting anything. Because I'm all <laughs> out of wild cards <laughs> at this point. And that's like now my criteria until I uh, buy another, you know, 45 packs because that's probably what I'm going to do is just buy another 45 packs because I don't draft. And then, you know... oh. Op- <laughs> Open up some more, so mainly so that I have some wild cards to build more decks with. But the one deck I could put together was a uh, blue-white magecraft list. Hmm, okay. And uh, I had fun playing with it. Um, it runs four of the Cle- Clever Luminancer. So with zero, yep. one, whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery, it gets plus two, plus two. Four Delver of Secrets, which I actually had to craft these four Delver of Secrets, but I don't count uncommons as crafting cards. I have. Lately. No, no, no. Over Another 500 elephant. of those. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So Delver is, you know, the 1-1, one, one, and then at the beginning of your upkeep, look at the top card of your library. If it's an instant or sorcery card, you can reveal it and transform it into a 3-2 flyer. Yeah. Which is great. Two of the Symmetry Sage, which is Flying and Magecraft. Whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery, target creature you control has a base power 2 until end of turn, mm-hmm. and it is a zero two. 2 So essentially, it makes this a 2-2. Uh, you know, 2-2, two, two. Yeah. or it'll make your dumb little 1-1 one, one Delver of Secrets a little bit po- more powerful.
0: Yeah, it can also Lumen make answer.
1: your Luminancer a little bit more powerful. So at first I was like, this isn't going to do me much. That I'm like, actually, it pumps three of the other creatures in this deck yeah. really well. So I was actually, when I managed to use it, the literal one time I managed to get this card on the board and play it, I was actually kind of happier than I thought I was going to be with it. Yeah,
0: I've, I've actually played a similar deck to this uh, when Strixhaven first came out. Yeah. Crokies uh, had made one. Mm-hmm. And it has had, well, not Delver of Secrets, obviously. So I'm kind of interested to see like what else this deck has.
1: Um, four of the Clarion Spirit, of course. 2-2, two, two, mm-hmm. whenever you cast your second spell, you get a 1-1 one, one Flyer. And then four of the Leonin Light Scribe, Magecraft. whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery, creatures you control get plus one, plus one. Yeah, so that's okay. your that's your creature package, and then the things you're using to help make all of the magecraft happen are all 1 and 2 drops. So you get consider nice. the 1 the one drop, look at the top card of your library, you may put it into your graveyard draw card, which is pretty good. 2 of the Fading Hope, loving this card, return target creature to its owner's hand if its mana value was 3 or less, scry 1.
0: Yep, yeah, that's one great. 1 mana
1: bounce a creature is great. Again, it's one mana and it's instant speed. These are the things we're looking for. It's cheap and mm-hmm. instant speed, not expensive and sorcery speed. I um, did
0: not have either of these cards the last time I played, so correct, just, I'm yeah. already loving it. Yep.
1: Um, here's another one you're going to like. Three Homestead Courage. The one mana white card. Put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature you control. It gains Vigilance until end of turn. Mm-hmm. Flashback of one white mana. So you can cast two spell, cast it twice. Cool. You can cast it twice. You can cast it this turn and next turn. You can give two of your creatures Vigilance and plus one, plus one. It is very good. Uh, Four Faithful Mending, a white and a blue. You gain two life, draw two cards, then discard two cards. Yeah. Flashback of one, a white and a blue.
0: I made this card uh, earlier this year. Yeah? (laughs) It was a custom um, card competition. And uh, I made it, I called it Faithful Looting. Yeah. And it was white, blue, uh, same exact stuff on there. I'm like, I made this. I know I did.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, three Faithful Absence. One in a white Destroy Target creature or Planeswalker. Its Controller Investigates. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably the only card you had in the other deck that made it to this one. Four Show of Confidence.
0: Of course. Yep.
1: When you cast the spell, copy it for each other, instant or sorcery, you've cast this turn. You may choose new targets for the copies, but a plus one, plus one counter on target creature, it gains Vigilance until end of turn. That's literally Homestead Courage. Yep, literally the same exact card, except for one extra mana, you're making multiple copies of it. It's got the Storm on top of it. Mm-hmm. So that's the basics of the deck. Then you got four Deserted Beach, four of the Pathway, six Islands, eight Planes. The deck was awful. I went two and five. Didn't win very much with it, okay. to be so completely honest. It, it, it didn't
0: get much better. apparently. <laughs> it didn't
1: really get much better. I did yep. enjoy playing it. Like I said, that uh Cemetery Sage being able to make my one my you know one one Delver of Secrets a two-one was great. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I cast a couple spells with that in play and went, oh, it only that's all it does? Ugh oh, wait, I could do that in multiple places? That is much better than I thought it was. And then, you know, one of the game I won, I ended up having a Delver of Secrets with, like, four plus one plus one counters on it at one point. And it had Vigilance, like, every time I went to attack with it. So you get a, you get a Delver out. You flip that Delver and make it big, and you can win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a 3-2 flyer. It, and then with plus one plus one counters from the Fading Hope of the Show of Confidence, it's a much bigger flyer that you don't even have to tap and attack with it. Mm -hmm. But other than that, the deck just didn't seem to get there. Um, I beat the burn deck, surprisingly enough. The mono-red deck I ended up beating. But every other deck just did not do it for me, and I beat Gruul. But other than that, the white-green ended up beating me, white-red ended up beating me, blue-red ended up beating me, and black-red ended up beating me. Hmm. So it didn't do a lot I didn't even get to see, like, too, too much of, like, the Chariot stuff, you know. But if you put that against that deck, I, I'm sure the deck I've been playing could beat this deck. Oh, sure, oh 100%. percent deck could beat this. Oh, without it, even playing. Once
0: they cast a run in seven, you're just going to lose. Mm-hmm. That Tree Folk is going to stop everything.
1: Exactly. But it was, like I said, I went and played under the play queue because I did not want to affect my actual rank with playing anything right now. And it didn't win in the play queue. So I don't know how you plan on bringing this into a thing, but I did get it from the sweet and spicy deck list thing. And these are not supposed to be amazing deck lists. Just, sweet just and spicy sweet. <laughs> just spicy. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. It was it, it was fun to play. Even though I was losing, I was still feel like I was doing stuff every game. If, <laughs> and literally, I had all of the cards already to play this deck. Except for the four Delver, but again, I don't consider Uncommons as really making anything. So, no. if you have all the cards and you want to try a deck, this is it. Don't yeah. waste any wild cards on it, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. It, this, this deck didn't seem very good. Like, when I played it, the old version, it mm-hmm. wasn't very good either. So, yeah.
1: It makes but sense. The old, but the old version had um, Throne of Eldraine cards to have to deal yeah, with. Yeah, that's and true. this one doesn't, but it doesn't really... The creature package doesn't really get much of an upgrade. The only yeah. creature you get as an upgrade is the Delver, and I'd say it's probably the best creature out of all of them here. See, as I found
0: the, the Clever Lumomancer to be the, the most powerful <sighs> one before.
1: Yeah, it didn't really do me too much good when I had it in play. I never really got it down turn one to be able to play other things. Okay. My turn... Anytime I ha- had a turn one creature, it was normally Delver and not the Luminancer. Luminancer, mm-hmm. Lumamancer. Luminant, Lumamancer. I can't. I can't. Say yeah, that's that. a. It's a really,
0: really tough know. word to say.
1: I really can't. Um, yeah. But the uh, Clarion Spirit was always like my second t- turn play, or like the Light Scribe. It, my second turn was never like faithful mending or you know a couple of one drop spells to help with the with the clever Mancer. Yeah, yeah you know and so it would be like turn one i'd play a delver it wouldn't flip turn two i'd play a clarion spirit then kill the spirit turn three delver would flip and now i get to do some things you know they don't let yeah. that clarion spirit live if they can help it
0: oh you gotta kill that thing right away yeah
1: other than that, you're making a whole bunch of two twos, and then once you, uh, a whole bunch of one one flyers, and then when you get the Leon and Light Scribe behind it, you're pumping them all up. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about most of these spells is they're instant speed, so you can hold them up for through your opponent's turn if you don't need them right away, and you can get those pump spells and blocks. I've done a, co- a couple of times as well. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I have about this deck. Cool. Yeah, I'm not going to play that deck. Nah, don't blame you.
0: Nope. <laughs> but that's okay. That's what we're here for. We are here to help you find yeah. out which decks are bad and which ones are good. Mm-hmm. And you and gave I us a solid deck, deck and a terrible deck. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, um, one other thing I want to talk about before uh, we call it a day. Yeah. Um, I sent you a message, um, and for $20 only this week, you can play every card ever on Magic Online. Nice. So uh i'm definitely planning on doing it and playing some modern because
1: that means you have to be playing mtgo
0: yeah that's fine i like magic online i i
1: I know you do i
0: do it's not as pretty but i know if if i get to play old formats that's gonna be great you want to play with the black lotus you can you know you want to do whatever you want to play the top 10 decks
1: in modern. i want to try my legacy lands deck sure
0: Yes, go ahead. It's not gonna cost you a thousand bucks, it's not gonna cost you ten thousand dollars in paper. Twenty bucks for a week. Any card you want, ever.
1: The last time I had that itch to play modern was after Modern Horizons 2 came out. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I haven't really had the itch to play modern. But bet if you start playing though, you'll enjoy it. Maybe, and maybe that's what they want me to do and then spend money on two different magic clients. I can't do it, Tony. <laughs> warlord is asking for magic online stream oh those are tough to do those are tough to figure out how to get magic online to work with uh obs Hmm. okay that's what i'm told is it's not as easy as it used to be i haven't tried them forever but i'm told it's not as easy as it used to be of course finding Um, time to stream is difficult let me tell you right now tony no i get it i get it all my extracurriculars makes it incredibly difficult to uh stream yep 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 (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh not podcast
1: stuff. <laughs> no podcast stuff. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh your extracurriculars, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's called it's called editing a podcast. It's called oh, yeah. going to see the new Venom movie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, you can find Filthy NetDickers podcasts on all social medias. That is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, pretty much anywhere. No TikTok reference this week. Sorry. Not gonna happen. Not gonna do it. Not. Uh, you can find me... Wake
1: up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Isn't that the song TikTok <laughs> by, Ke- by Kesha?
0: No. I, I just want that,
1: I want that pause. <laughs> just... there, there will be no pause. I'm editing your entire pause out. <laughs> oh, man.
0: Okay. <laughs> you can find me at mtg underscore Tony or Nate at Darth Heretic on Twitter. That's definitely the best way to get a hold of us. Um, send us messages, you know, do whatever. Uh, we just want to hear from you. We love you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nate says he's going to uh, stream this week on Twitch uh, Darth Heretic MTG. I think Tony thinks if he says every single week
1: that (laughs) I say I'm going to stream, I might actually stream.
0: He's got fans that want to watch him.
1: Uh, You're not wrong.
0: And I'm just trying to help them. They don't want to see me. They don't want to hear me. They want to see you.
1: That's not true. Tony, I'm sure if you streamed, they would watch you as well.
0: Have you seen my stream? How bad it was? Nope. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) Yeah, because my computer can't handle it for whatever reason.
1: Oh yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, it was awful.
1: Yeah, like I said, nope, didn't know much. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, feel free to share your deck list with us. It makes our jobs that much easier. And um, I think that's it. We're done.
1: We're done. Bye. Bye.